What up, what up, Fantasy Football Hustler, back at you. We got another start-sit video going down. This one is for the running backs and the wide receivers. If you didn't check out all the waiver wire videos, go check those out right now. If you're into IDP, team defense, whatever it is, I got it. Go check it out. Before we get started, just a reminder, you like free stuff? We got a Joe Mixon signed jersey raffle going down at the end of the month. The way that you get entries is by joining the crew. You can go to 420crew.org. Check out everything that I offer. Join the community. Join as a YouTube member. Unlock those 420 crew emojis. That's another way that you can get entries. Subscribe on Twitch. Use your Amazon Prime account. Use your free subscription on your boy. Appreciate the support. Join the community, guys. And now. Let's get down to breaking down every single game. We're starting with Thursday night football. We're going Colts at the Broncos. Running backs suck here because both guys that we wish were in this game might not be in this game. One guy for sure isn't in this game. Javante Williams really, really sucks. Then Jonathan Taylor. Initially, they thought it was a high ankle sprain for him, but now they say he may get out there. He still hasn't practiced. I'm a little bit nervous. If he starts, you got to start him unless you play in a shallow league. Could be on a snap count. If you have Jonathan Taylor and you didn't go pick up Naheem Hines, I don't know what's going on with you, but go do that because I want to say that Naheem Hines is the guy. Fringe flex. Jonathan Taylor, if he plays, you're just always going to play him. Let's go to the other side of the ball with the Broncos. I feel like you got to play Melvin Gordon in this game. I know you got Boone out there, the sign Latavius Murray, but they're probably going to be going hard with Melvin Gordon for the next few games. I think you just got to start him. If you got him, you got to get him in there at least as a flex. But because he's a Thursday night player, you throw him in as a starter. And then the wide receivers for the Broncos. I'm going to say fire up both of them. Fire up Jerry Judy. Fire up Cortland Sutton. That's about it. I would say if I'm playing one of the two, it's going to be Cortland Sutton. He would be the starting wide receiver. Jerry Judy more of like a flex, but I think you can get both guys out there in this game against the Colts. And then on the Colts side of things, Michael Pittman, whew, it's a really tough matchup for him. He's going to be going up against Patrick Sertan, but I'm going to say just go ahead and start him. Things have been a little fluky here and there. I think they get it back on track, at least with Pittman. Just force feed that dude, especially because Jonathan Taylor is banged up. You know that Pittman is going to be a huge part of this game plan. So even with the tough cornerback wide receiver matchup, I'm going to say start Pittman. And I'm not messing with anybody else on the Colts. Not on Thursday night football. We ain't taking that chance. All right, let's get over to the Sunday games. And let's start off with that bloody London game, mate. Yeah, the Giants going up against the Packers. It's the early game. It's that 6.30 game if you're on the West Coast. And we're going to be live streaming here for the game and answering fantasy questions as well. So make sure you guys subscribe and you're tapped in for the running backs here. We got to start Saquon. You ain't sitting Saquon. Doesn't matter. If you ask fantasy questions, just remember, guys like Saquon, you just automatically start them. You don't leave them in your fantasy start sit questions, okay? And that's all you're starting for the running backs over there. For the Packers, I feel like you got to start both guys here. You got to start Aaron Jones and you got to start A.J. Dillon. They're going to be grinding the ball a lot. 
And I know that we've seen them both be a little bit hit or miss. I think this is one of those games where you're going to be able to play the matchup here. Giants are giving up a ton of points to the running backs. I think there's only 10 teams in the NFL that have given up more points to the running backs than the Giants. So I love the matchup for both guys here. And then let's just stay with the Packers and let's go to the wide receivers. Alan Lazard, you got to start him. Romeo Dubs, I think you got to start him as a flex. Rodgers is looking for him. Watson, they're even figuring out ways to get him the ball deeper league. I'm going to say it's Lazard, Dubs, and then Watson is kind of like the order that I would take them in. But all of these guys, depending on your league size, are start worthy. At least Dubs and Watson are like flex worthy the way that they're getting them the ball. Then if you play in a deeper league, like a really deep league, like, yeah, fire those guys up. But flex worthy for sure. And then for the Giants. I don't want to start any of these pass catchers over there. If I'm wrong about this and one of them blow up, so be it. Because, man, it is just so annoying over there. It's never going to be Kenny Galladay. It's never going to be Kadarius Tony, Richie James, as soon as we want him to be a thing, then he goes to get, like, negative points in one of these games or a zero or whatever. I'm not messing with it. If one of them blows up, so be it. Let's get to the regular slate of Sunday games. And we are starting off with... The Patriots versus the Lions. This one is going to be an ugly game. The Patriots, everything we want them to do, they never do. But that being said, I'm going to play both running backs here. I am going to fire up Ramondre Stevenson. I am going to fire up Damian Harris as a flex. And you know why? Because the Lions give up that bootay to the running backs. And the Patriots are going to know that they are going to be grinding. On the other side of things, we still don't know what's up with DeAndre Swift. I mean, he's pretty much a sit right now. They made it seem like he's going to miss two weeks, and then they had their bye week coming up after that. So I'm recording this early on Wednesday before any practice reports have come in, but we're assuming that he's not playing. But I will fire up Jamali Mall Williams. Dude has been finding the end zone. When they get in the red zone, they're trusting him. We love it. I'm going to keep riding it, even though the Patriots aren't the best team to stream a running back against. I feel like Jamal Williams has gotten a big boost past just a streaming running back. He should be a locked and loaded RB2 on your squad if you're in a 12-team league. Unless you just got lucky and you have no injuries, in which, hey, hat tip to you, my friend. Wide receivers for the Lions. Let's just stay with the Lions side of things. Amon Ross St. Brown. I wonder if he's going to get back to work this week we still don't know it's early if he plays i'm gonna play him dj chark who knows if he's even gonna play this week not really on the radar so he's not starting for you either way but josh reynolds if amon ross st brown doesn't play if amon ross st brown is gonna be limited in uh, the game they make it clear that he's gonna be on a snap count or anything like that even dj chark misses i'm just rolling josh reynolds he's the one guy who has the rapport with jared goff that if everyone else is injured he can step up very very nicely take all that volume and we saw it last week he had a really good game he's got to pay attention to the injury reports along the way but that's why you tap in on the channel here because monday through friday we got a new show that happens at 1 p.m. West Coast time, 4 p.m. Eastern time, where we break down all this kind of news for you Monday through Friday. Let's go to the Patriots wide receivers. Now, when it comes to the Patriots wide receivers, it all starts with who's throwing them the ball. And they said that Mac Jones has made incredible strides 
and this is Wednesday, that we're talking our incredible progress was the specific term that they used. If Mac Jones doesn't play, I don't know if I want to play any of these wide receivers because I don't think Brian Hoyer's playing either. I'm pretty sure he got hurt. It's not looking good for him. If Mac Jones plays, maybe I'll get Devontae Parker in the mix if Jacoby Myers doesn't play. Patriots have just been a shit show at the wide receiver position. No kind of consistency over there. One week is Nelson Aguilar. Next week is Devontae Parker. The week before that, it was Jacoby Myers. There's no consistency over there, and especially a game versus the Lions where you can run it all over them. I think that's really what they're going to be doing more often than not here. Hopefully, they get Stevenson involved in the pass game. That would be really dope. Wishful thinking, but let's make it happen, Bill. All right. How about the Browns versus the Chargers? Next game on the slate here. For the Browns, you're starting Nick Chubb. You're welcome. Duh. And I think you just fire up Kareem Hunt in this one as well. One of the recipes for winning against the Chargers and really one of the recipes against everybody in the NFL is keeping the ball. And I think they're going to be keeping it and grinding it against the Chargers. Chargers notoriously don't go to the East Coast and play well. And I just mean Eastern time zone, not necessarily the East Coast. So this could be a trap game for the Chargers after going up against the Texans and just handling them very easily. Got to play Austin Eckler, right? Duh. Nobody else over there. We're not messing with any other running backs. And then if we stay with the wide receivers on the Chargers, Keenan Allen, is this going to be the week that he finally makes it back? I'm not sure. You got you to come tap in on our news show. I have no idea because Keenan Allen has been so fluky. And what the coaches have been saying about him last week, they expected him to get back to practice, yada, yada. But I know that I want to play the wide receivers against the Browns pretty much every chance that I get. So Mike Williams, you're firing him up. If Keenan Allen plays, you're firing him up. At least with Keenan Allen, at least they're keeping him out longer. It's better that way because we've seen it in the past where him specifically comes back too early, not the right time, then ends up screwing you fantasy-wise. I'd rather it be like this because Josh Palmer has been a super solid fill-in for him. So if Keenan Allen does not play, I'm for sure firing up Josh Palmer. But that's it. I'm not messing with anybody else over there for the wide receivers. Now, for the Browns wide receivers... Amari Cooper, he got blanked last week, but going up against A.J. Terrell, we've been telling you guys for a while now that the Falcons isn't necessarily the best matchup for the number one wide receiver on the team because of A.J. Terrell, but because guys like me cover the IDP side of things, that's why I know those kind of things, and we can put you up on game. So Amari Cooper, I think, is going to be solid this week. J.C. Jackson, I don't know if he's going to be back. That's the Chargers' top cornerback. If he's back... Then he slows down Amari Cooper a little bit. But J.C. Jackson, he's not really the kind of guy who's going to follow him like everywhere around. So if Amari gets moved around a bunch, might not even come into play whether he's playing or not. I really don't want to play Donovan Peoples-Jones. I mean, he's been so fluky. But if you play in a deep league, I'd say potential flex there. I'm going to leave him as a sit, though, because I think so much is just going to be happening through the ground game. I think this is really going to be one of those Kareem Hunt like 20 plus point games, but I think it's going to be 20 plus points for Nick Chubb as well, who just shreds on the ground. And as of right now, you want to play all your running backs against the chargers. 
because these last three weeks, they've been giving up the booty to the running backs. The only game where they didn't give up a crazy amount of points was week one when they played the Raiders. But they played Kansas City, CEH. You guys remember that? They played the Jaguars in week three. <laughs> James Robinson, I know you guys remember that. Damian Pierce last week, a little bit of Rex Burkhead sprinkled in there. Got to play your running backs versus the Chargers right now. It's been all bad for them. Let's jump over to this Jaguars-Texans game. This game is going to be a slobber knocker. You just watch. Like our friend good old JR would say for the Jags. I feel like because it's the Texans and we saw Travis Etienne get a little bump in usage and he looked really good for once. I think you got to fire up both guys, but I'm going to say both. And we're talking Travis Etienne and James Robinson. Fire up both kind of like as flex guys. Because I don't really have that much confidence in them necessarily. But it is the Texans. And they are giving up more points to the running backs than any team in the league right now. And we got to just play those numbers. And that's why I'm going to do that. Both of them. Fire them up. ETN and Robinson. On the other side of thing for the Texans. I'm going to say start the running backs over here too. Damian Pierce for sure. Rex Burkhead has got to be a deeper league play for Rex Burkhead or you caught a lot of injuries like and he's maybe you play multiple flexes outside of that I'm not going to play him but I think because the Jaguars are giving up a bunch of points to the running backs that I would rather start the second running back than any of the wide receivers other than Brandon Cooks out there and we'll just transition that into the wide receivers Brandon Cooks is the guy who I would start over there i really don't want to mess with anyone else this jaguars defense is really nasty and one thing that i think a lot of people just really forget is it, it's tough to go down there the florida and, and play in that humidity and stuff if you're just not really used to it so they just always catch a bunch of teams by surprise that way now wide receivers to start on the jaguars christian kirk got blanked last week but it's because he's going up against darius slay come on We've been telling you guys, if you guys watch the channel at all, we've been telling you it's like one of the worst wide receiver cornerback matchups that you can have. And you really need to sit, you know, your players against him. Shit, he shut down Justin Jefferson, you know? So I'm saying start Christian Kirk in this game. And I think the run game is going to be getting off so much that I really don't want to start any of the other wide receivers. It's going to be a little bit fluky at best over there. Look, it was Agnew who got a bunch of stuff last week because like Zay Jones getting hurt over there. So it, it's going to be fluky outside of Christian Kirk. He's the only one that I'm banking on for the Jags wide receivers. But like I said, I will bank on ETN and James Robinson, at least as flex plays this week. Bucks versus the Falcons. Oh man, this, this interdivision matchup. Is it going to live up to the expectations? of the past probably not but i will say lenny fournette go ahead and get him out there he's still banged up that's the thing he's probably going to be dealing with a bunch being banged up they have a bad line rashad white though i gotta pick him up if he's still available i know he's been picked up in a bunch of places but i'm not starting him not even in a flex role on the other side of things for the falcons here's where it gets tough because our man corduroy pimpin patterson he's hit the ir now it's Tyler Algier boo-boo, and I don't want to start him. Like, we're talking about the Buccaneers, who are one of the toughest run defenses in the league. I think it's going to be very, very ugly for the Falcons all game. I'm not playing any of the running backs over here. If you picked up Algier, you won that lottery, you know, of your league. Whoop-de-doo for you, but leave him on your bench. This is a horrible, horrible matchup for him. Wide receivers now. 
for the Falcons. London's really the only one that we can have any kind of confidence in, and he's going to be getting the Carlton Davis matchup, and that's going to be a little bit tough for him, but I'll still say start him. I don't want to start anybody else over there. It's just way too fluky, and I almost don't want to start Drake London in this game. Buccaneers defense. I feel like they really step it up for this interdivision game and uh, put a whooping on the Falcons after uh, his past game versus the Chiefs. For the Bucks, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, those guys play. You play them. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. There's really nobody else, you know, who's even worth mentioning over there. Julio's always banged up. Scotty Miller, Scotty too hotty, Scotty not too hotty. I mean, Cole Beasley. He's, I heard word that he's going to retire from the NFL just because he needs to be with his family. Not messing with it. Let's move on to the Bills versus the Steelers. Steelers have been giving up a bunch of points to the running backs. And I'm going to start Devin Singletary. I know he's been fluky, but let's go ahead and start him. They're going to need to grind in this game. The thing that sucks on the other side of things, I mean, if Najee plays, you got to play him. Unless you're just in a really shallow league where you have other guys who can replace them like super easily, but I'm not playing some guy who's like a fringe flex worthy running back, like over Najee. I'm not going to do that. You made your bed. You got to sleep in it. He's been okay. He hasn't been horrible. He hasn't been amazing. Like definitely hasn't been either one of those. Just been middle of the road. Not what we drafted him to be, but he's not doing so horrible that I'm just going to sit him for nobody. And then the wide receivers for the Steelers. Well, now at least we know that Kenny Pickett is coming in. They said that they're moving forward with him. Trubisky finally put his bitch ass on the bench. Let's see what the rookie can do. And I would say, go ahead and start Deontay Johnson. Get him out there in this game. We don't know exactly what Pickett is going to be doing, but when you're a young rookie and you think that you're the shit, you're going to get your first read and you're just going to go for it a lot of times. So I'm just going to say, go ahead and start Deontay Johnson in this game. I don't want to start anyone else. Maybe George Pickens because Pickett and Pickens, maybe there's a little bit of rapport there. So I'm not going to say start them in this game, but watch for it. Because if Pickett and Pickens, if they get this dope little rapport going, he's definitely going to be the guy to roster versus Claypool. But who knows? Maybe with Pickett, maybe he brings Claypool back to life. I'm not going to test it in week one. I'm only going to play Deontay Johnson out of the bunch. And then for the Bills, you're for sure starting Stefan Diggs. You're starting him every week, no matter what. But then outside of that, I mean, we got the Archangel, Gabe Davis, a little bit nervous about him. I think he's a flex at best. Isaiah McKenzie, he's banged up right now. If he misses time, I mean, Khalil Shakir, he's going to be the next man up for them. But him being banged up, I believe it's a concussion, some kind of head issue that he's dealing with. I just think that makes Gabe Davis a little bit more viable and a little bit more start worthy. So let's rock it. Jets versus the Dolphins. The one thing that kind of sucks about this game is the Dolphins have a really tough defense, especially a run defense. And I know we want to be able to play Brees Hall without thinking about it too much, but you got to think about it. I think he's more flex worthy than anything, especially in a matchup like this, even though they're at home. Michael Carter, we're leaving him on the bench unless you're in a hella deep league. Now, the thing that kind of sucks for the Dolphins running backs, Chase Edmonds is the one who kind of gets the red zone work. But everything outside of that is all Raheem Mostert. And just like, when is Raheem Mostert going to actually pop? Is this the game where he's going to pop and score a touchdown or two, crack off a big one? I think it might be. I'm going to say Edmonds is flex-worthy at best. I know because the red zone work, got to play him as a flex. But I'm going to say Raheem the Dream Mostert, especially 
with uh, Teddy Bridgewater going to be the guy because two is out. And wh- whatever they say, he got two concussions in four days. Who knows what's going to happen with Tua right now? So they're going to emphasize the run more for sure. And then when it comes to the wide receivers, you are playing Tyreek Hill for sure. You got to play Waddle at least as a flex, but it is going to be ugly out there. I know that one of the arguments for Teddy Bridgewater is how he's going to be able to support two wide receivers. He supported three wide receivers in Panther for the Panthers. That's something that they could say way different apples and oranges because they had no run game back then. Now they have the run game that they are forcing down people's throats. It makes the play action that much nicer. And when you get the play action and your first read is open, you don't have to support three guys. You can just go to Tyreek as much as he wants. Cause we could go even farther back to the days of him being with the saints and just force feeding Michael Thomas, things like that. So I'm going to say pump the brakes on Waddle just a tiny bit. And then for the jets, those goddamn jets, the only guy who I think that you can start out of the wide receiver core is going to be Corey Davis. It's crazy for me to say just the way they're using them and scheming them. And I was a little bit nervous about him going with Zach Wilson this past week and he goes out there and he's the best receiver on the team one thing that is a little tough he's getting that Xavier howard treatment this week but Xavier howard is a little bit banged up not even for sure if he's gonna play or not that's why you got to be uh, tapped in on the news shows then we got garrett wilson and we got elijah moore and i feel like those guys are fringe flex worthy at best i don't really want to bank on it unless i'm in an extra deep league i'm just gonna sit them down Vikings versus the Bears. Dalvin Cook, if he plays, you got to play him, and he's going to play. On the other side of things, Monty Burns, I don't think he's going to play this week, so Khalil Herbert, fire him up versus the Vikings. Wide receivers for the Bears, eh, non-existent. I'm not messing with it. Sit everybody down, even though Patrick Peterson is long in the tooth. I bet he can hold down Darnell Mooney very easily, so I'm not messing with it. For the Vikings, You play Justin Jefferson, you play Adam Thielen. That's just the way that it is. You really can't sit either one of them. Obviously, Justin Jefferson hasn't been living up to expectations, but look at the teams he's been playing. Look at the cornerback wide receiver matchups that he's had. It hasn't been the best. Now you got the Bears. (laughs) He's going to be out there roasting. And Adam Thielen, he's a flex no matter what. Unless you are in a very shallow league, he gets too much red zone work to not be at least a flex on your fantasy squad. Commanders versus the Titans. While Brian Robinson's still not there, let's go ahead and let's fire up Antonio Gibson. Titans have been whatever against the running backs. So good matchup for them. For the Titans, you got to play Derrick Henry. Yeah, just it is what it is. Wide receivers for the Titans, though. I'm going to say go ahead and fire up Mr. Bobby Trees, Robert Woods. Haven't really been able to say that with too much confidence over the last couple weeks, but feel like they're getting a little bit of rapport going over there. Trey Burks, he's out for, they say he's going to miss some time. We don't even know how many weeks he's going to be missing, but the toe issue that he's dealing with, probably turf toe. There's really no one else that we're not going farther down the depth chart where we're just not messing with it. For the commander, you got to get Scary Terry over there in the game. Terry McLaurin, you got to get Curtis Samuel in there, at least as a flex. And our man, Jahan Dodson. Well, obviously. Sucks. He's probably going to miss a week or two. He's got the hamstring injury, so. It was fun while it lasted. Who knows when we're going to be able to do the dots and drops. Let's get over to the Saints and the Seahawks. No idea what is going on with Jameis Winston or Alvin Kamara. 
pretty much when these guys got to London, we didn't know if they were going to play or not. Kamara doesn't end up playing. Winston's back or whatever ended up flaring up before he got out there. Those guys aren't in. It changes everything. And that's what kind of sucks about doing this early on a Wednesday, but we got to get it out there for you guys. Kamara plays. I'm going to play him because the Seahawks, I mean, they're just giving up the booty to the running backs. If you start your running backs versus Seattle, you start your tight ends versus Seattle. That's just the way that it goes because they're making everybody's day at those positions. That's for sure. If Kamara doesn't play for whatever reason, I even think Ingram's flex worthy just because of how bad the Seattle run defense has been. On the other side of things, Rashad Penny, I mean, he had his breakout game last week, but he's going up against the Lions. One of the only couple teams that's worse than the Seahawks at giving up points to the running backs. So Rashad Penny... I'm going to say you can go ahead and play him as like a flex, but let's pump the brakes on thinking he's going to be that dude again. But I am still saying to play him at least as a flex because there's not much to get happy about over there because now we jump to the wide receivers. DK did his thing last week to a certain extent. He's got Marshawn Lattimore this week, and that one's going to be tough. I think Marshawn Lattimore does follow him and does travel with him when DK moves around. And I think that's going to open it up for Tyler Lockett. So I'm going to say DK, more of like a flex-worthy guy because he is getting the volume. They are force-feeding him and Geno's throwing the ball a lot. I'm going to say Lockett, go ahead and fire him up as well. His matchup is going to be nice because Lattimore is going to be on DK most of the game. And then for the Saints, what a shit show over there. We don't know what's up with Jarvis Landry. We don't know what's up with Michael Thomas. Chris Olave is the only one that I can say. Go ahead and get him out there and play him. For the rest of these guys, you just got to tap in on the news show so we uh, can come up with some of this uh, this practice progress, where they are on the injury reports. Are they limited? Are they full goes? Because as of right now, I don't have any confidence in them. Let's move on to the Panthers versus the 49ers. Oh, man, this is going to be so ugly for the Panthers. I mean, you got to start CMC. No choice. It just is what it is. For the 49ers, got to play Jeff Wilson Jr. Unless you're super stacked at running back because you play in a shallow league. Wide receivers for the 49ers. Yeah, you got to play Debo. There's no getting around that. I'm even going to say start Ayuk in this game as well because the Panthers, there's whatever on defense. They got a couple playmakers over there, but pretty sad at a bunch of positions. And then for the Panthers, oh, man, it is going to be so ugly for these wide receivers. DJ Moore, if you want to play him as a flex, but I'm just going to say sit everyone on the Panthers except for CMC. 49ers are not giving up a lot of points and – I'm talking about like just actual points in the NFL. They're not giving up too much at all. I believe they're lowest in the league as of right now, as far as giving up points. I just want to avoid them altogether, at least in a game like this, because with the Panthers trash ass offense. And that was the first game of the second slate of games, the afternoon games for us West Coasters. Then we jump over to the Cardinals and the Eagles. Let's start with the Eagles because it's easy over there. Miles Sanders, lock and load them. Now for the Cardinals, oh man, James Conner. Like one thing that sucks about this, the Eagles, they just have one of the best defenses in the league. The only team that really got off on them was week one, the combo of Swift and Jamal Williams. They shut down Dalvin Cook over there. And Gibson, they held him down over there as well in week three. And then they completely shut shut both guys. Not completely shut them both down, but you know what I mean? They didn't put up a grip of fantasy points. ETN and James Robinson. And I really don't want to start James Conner. So I'm going to say bench him. Unless you're in a really deep league. I'm not saying start trash over him. But even in a 12-team league, if you only have to play two running backs, 
I'm sure you have two guys better than James Conner. Wide receivers for the Cardinals. Now, Darius Slay's a little bit banged up. So this is something that we got to monitor. If he plays, he's shutting down Hollywood. Could be a Dorch game again. And Dorch didn't really get too much last week. See what happens with Rondell Moore. I'm going to say he got to sit Hollywood and I'll play Dorch as well. If Moore comes back, I could eat into him a little bit, but just because of the way that everything is working over here with the Eagles, it's probably going to be a bad game for the Cardinals, even though it, they are at home. The battle of the birds for the Eagles. Now you're just starting both guys. It's just set it and forget it. At this point, AJ Brown said it and forget it. Devonta Smith said it and forget it. Their offense is just way too good to where you can sit either of these guys anymore. If you sat them and missed out on any points, at least Smith, I'm sure you never sat AJ Brown. You missed out on some points. Never again. This offense is way too high powered. Last game of the afternoon, we got the Rams versus the Cowboys. This is going to be ugly. Oh my gosh, it's going to be ugly. I'll say start Cam Akers for the Rams. I'll say start Zeke for the Cowboys. Pollard's fringe flex worthy at best. They are going to need to get some change of pace going because even Zeke, I'm saying start him. I'm Start him as a flex. We got to be very careful about running backs that we play versus the Rams because the Rams... They're giving up the least amount of points to the running back. So that's why I'm saying fringe, fringe flex worthy at best for both guys. It just depends on your options and how deep your league is. Because if you're in the eight or 10 man league, you're not playing either Zeke or Pollard. But when I talk about it, I'm speaking on 12 team leagues where you may not have the depth to be able to, uh, to sit both of these guys. And then the wide receivers for the Cowboys. Go ahead and get CD going. We got to monitor Noah Brown because even though he got hurt and left the game, he still had more targets than Michael Gallup. So that's the thing. If he plays, I'm still playing Noah Brown over Michael Gallup, but that's something that you got to monitor because we have no idea if he's going to play this week. I believe it was a neck injury. Didn't really give too much clarification. So we got to just monitor the practice reports. And then on the Ram side of things, it's Cooper Cup to the moon, baby. Allen Robinson, sit his ass down. We got to wait and see it. We are just not seeing it over there from Allen Robinson. And even though they are in a high-powered offense, just hasn't been clicking. It sucks if uh, we sit him on the bench and he blows up. But I'm tired of getting these single-digit games from him. I don't know about you. We gave him the four weeks. He got three single-digit games out of the four. I'm not messing with it. He's a sit. If you're in less than a 12-team league, he is borderline droppable. So sit him on your bench if you can. And if you got to cut bait, I'm giving you the okay. Just get rid of him. And here we go. We've been waiting all day for Sunday night. And if you guys didn't see our Sunday night watch party last week, go check it out. Fast forward to halftime, fast forward to after the game. We are keeping it extra lit. We had the songs flowing. Now you can leave a super chat and get a song played at halftime after the game. We're bringing new joints to the masses for you guys to hear some old school stuff. If you're a rapper, you want to get your stuff played, hit me up, shoot me a DM. We can work it out because we got a bunch of people who are chiming in for these watch parties. And it's all about smoking a bunch of tree with your friends, listening to dope music, watching dope football games, talking fantasy, all that stuff. So make sure you guys tap in. We got the Ravens versus the Bengals here on Sunday night. And J.K. Dobbins, fire him up, man. Fire him up. He's going to be put on the spotlight here on Sunday night football. Bengals have been decent against the running backs. 
So that's one thing that does make me a little bit nervous, but I'm going to say just fire him up. And then for the Bengals, of course, you're playing Joe Sir Mix a lot. Oh, yeah. And don't forget about that sign Joe Mixon jersey raffle that is going down at the end of the month. Get the entries. Signing up at 420crew.org. Links in the description. Join as a YouTube member. Link is in the description as well. There's lots of other ways to get entries, and we talk about them on the shows as they come up. So just make sure that you are tapping in with the live streams because we are going live almost all the time for the Bengals wide receivers. One thing that we love about the Ravens is their secondary is whatever. I stepped it up last week versus the Bills in the first half of the game, but fire up Jamar Chase, fire up T. Higgins. If you're in a deeper league and you got Tyler Boyd to throw him in there, Tyler Boyd, he usually always ends up finishing around like a flex-worthy guy. Just doesn't really have like too much of the upside. But if you're in a deep league, shit, do what you got to do because their offense is high-powered. They're going to be throwing the ball a lot. Playing the Ravens, it should be a bunch of action. I'm super excited for this Sunday night game. And if you guys haven't played the squares with the hustler, make sure you guys get in because we do the squares are only $6.50. That is it. Keeping it very, very cheap and fun. $100 winners for each of the first three quarters. $200 winner for the final score. And if you don't know about the squares, it's like the Super Bowl squares. So you do know about it. Just hit me up on Facebook or Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Shoot me a DM. I'll let you know how you can get in and how you can play because it's super fun. I do the weekly pickums as well. So if you guys want to get down on that, it's only 12 bucks. Got to join the fun, guys. Got to join the fun with us degenerates. On the Ravens side of things for their wide receivers now, it sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> it really does. The Bengals have been super solid against the wide receivers too. I'm so nervous about if I want to play Bateman or not. I'm almost like talking myself into it right now because I think he's flex worthy, but I feel like that's about it. He's not a set it and forget it guy. I wonder if he will become a set it and forget it guy by the end of the season, because we thought that he was just going to inherit a bunch of volume. And obviously he's not. And Mark Andrews is the dude. Same shit that we deal with in Kansas City, wanting other wide receivers to get involved, but it's Kelsey doing everything over there. We're talking about Kelsey. They play on Monday night. So I'm just going to say sit Bateman down in this game, unless you're really hurting at wide receiver, unless you're playing a really deep league. I'm going to say sit him down in this game. I think it's going to be Lamar putting it on his back. He is flex worthy. I already said that, but I'm saying sit him down. Devin Duvernay, flex-worthy as well. If I'm going to start one of the two, I think more fluky things would happen with Duvernay, especially being Sunday night football. Both guys, I'm personally going to sit them down where I can. But if I got to play one of the two, I think I'm leaning Devin Duvernay and leaving, leaning some fluky shit happening. We made it all the way to Monday night football. Appreciate you guys rocking with me. I went a little bit more into depth on this one. So leave some comments. Let me know what you think. Show some love. Hit the like button. I appreciate you guys. I'm grinding for you guys. So make sure you show the love in the chats and in the comments and the likes. Appreciate you guys. Share the videos too. I know you don't want to share it with your league mates, but help me grow, guys. I appreciate anyone who shares the videos. And one thing that I will say is I want to show love 
to anyone who shares the videos. So if you share this video on social media, send me a screenshot or tag me in it so I can see that you did it. And I'm going to give you five entries into the signed Joe Mixon jersey raffle that is going down at the end of the month. Five extra entries. All you got to do is pay it forward by sharing the video on social media. That's Facebook. That's Twitter. That's Instagram, anywhere, but you got to have the link in there too. You can share it on Instagram, but you got to have the link like in the story or wherever you post it and just tag me at FFHustler420 or just do it and send me a screenshot. I appreciate you guys showing love. Monday Night Football, Chiefs versus the Raiders. You got to play CEH. It's ugly because he sucks, but he's getting touchdowns. He's on one of the most high-powered offenses in the league. The Chiefs, I believe, have the most points scored in the league right now, are very, very close to it. So we got to play him. You got to play Josh Jacobs. Like, I've been telling you about Josh Jacobs since the preseason, that if nothing else, they're just going to run him into the ground because it's his last year on the deal. Let's do it, man. Let's keep rocking with it. He has been solid over the last couple games. Let's ride. Wide receivers for the Raiders. You got to play Devontae Adams. It sucks that he hasn't been doing Devontae Adams things in 17 receptions a game or 17 targets, whatever. But sooner or later, it's going to come around. It's going to keep clicking. I mean, he's got a handful of touchdowns. It's really all that we can ask for. For the Chiefs, it's tough playing this guessing game over there. It really is. They score 41 points last week. And the only one who's start worthy is Travis Kelsey. MVS, three catches for 63 yards. Juju, five for 46. There's just not a lot going on over there as far as the wide receivers go. I'm just going to say, don't even mess with it. Just don't play any of the wide receivers. It's too fluky over there. So unless you really feel like one of these guys is just going to pop more than the other, you got that gut instinct, you go with it. I'm just going to say, sit all of them as Travis Kelsey or bust. We made it all the way to the end of the video. Don't forget to leave some comments. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to hit the like button. Don't forget to share this video on social media so you can get five extra entries into the Joe Mixon signed jersey raffle. It's going down at the end of the month. I appreciate you guys rocking with me. Go to fantasyfootballhustler.com. Go subscribe everywhere. Go follow everywhere. Appreciate you guys. We'll see you next video. Peace out. You ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you, you wouldn't last, last a mile. Summertime, when it's time, when it grind. Yeah, I got the ring, I'm the champ, I'm the genie of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my hustle. It don't make sense, but don't make a profit. So I hustle, ladies and homies, make money, make money, money, money. I want to find a thing to save my life, so I hustle, hustle. It ain't over for me, no, it ain't over for me. Okay, let's go smoke that joint.